Thank you for tuning in. It's 2023, and knowledge as we've known it for more than 100 years has been permanently devalued. And there's a very real existential threat to knowledge workers worldwide, including here in AEC. What organizations need most is for leaders and leadership teams to truly see and understand what's happening right now and why, and then to set themselves up to come out on top through innovation, so as not to be disrupted and made less relevant from the outside. What's the urgency? And what must leaders and leadership teams do to ensure a better and more viable future, especially now when the going seems so good for so many? Well, that's our episode for today. So without any further delay, let's do it. Welcome to AEC Leadership Today, the podcast designed exclusively for engineering, architecture, and construction industry leaders who want to stay relevant and effective. The show takes on the most pressing issues facing the AEC industry and was created to help you and your firm grow and prosper in the 21st century. The host of AEC Leadership Today is Pete Atherton, a professional engineer and former AEC principal and owner turned AEC coach and consultant. And now, take a break from your never-ending to-do list and welcome Peter Atherton. If you want to remain relevant and to grow and prosper moving forward, now is the time to take new action and to do so in a way that only leaders and leadership teams can do. I mentioned in our last episode that I preempted one I had previously written on how to lead positive change to talk about how to lead our firms forward. Well, I'm preempting that one more time with this episode because I wanted to add some real-time urgency to our general understanding of our need to innovate and change and to provide a specific context for what only leaders and leadership teams can and must be doing in order to even be in a position to effectively lead positive change. But don't worry, I'm releasing both this episode and the next one on how to lead positive change within a few days of each other so you can get access to the full picture. So to begin today, let's talk about innovation and disruption. I see innovation and disruption as different sides of the same coin that has already been flipped. The question is, will you as a leader, leadership team, and firm be able to internally innovate to disrupt yourself in order to land on top? Or will you be externally disrupted by others and be forced to fight for what's left? I'm being a little dramatic here, but for good reason. We are already experiencing the end of knowledge work. And more than ever, Disrupt yourself before you get disrupted must be taken both to heart and to action. Whether we've recognized it or not, change has been fast moving for a while. But right now and in real time, the emergence of ChatGPT and other open AI programs like it have almost immediately devalued knowledge. Let me say that again. Whether we've recognized it or not, Change has been fast moving for a while now, but right now and in real time, the emergence of ChatGPT and other open AI programs like it have almost immediately devalued knowledge. 
Knowledge alone has much less value than it did just a few months ago. What is now top of the value chain is deep expertise and applied knowledge, along with execution excellence and our ability to create and maintain trusted relationships, all of which may sound easy on the surface, but would truly take a podcast series to unpack in the context of today. These open AI programs are extremely powerful. And one of the best ways to see firsthand is to ask it to solve what you think is your biggest advantage in terms of knowledge in your marketplace and see how it answers. There are very real limitations to ChatGPT, and it's not always right. But having the skills to ask it the right questions can get your employees, clients, and competitors to most of where they need to be in seconds. My point in bringing this up as part of this episode is not to walk you through how best to use ChatGPT and others like it to get beyond the obvious or to help you develop a strategy to leverage advanced technology. Each would be a whole different discussion. My point today, as I mentioned at the top, is to add some urgency with the hope that we as an industry and that you as a firm can have better eyes to see what's already in place and ears to hear what's coming next. Have the clarity and conviction to know that our old models and current methods will not be enough, and have the courage to proactively abandon what's easy and familiar, to do what's different and what's needed, even just to start. Okay, so with all that said, and with hopefully now some greater urgency to explore our own innovation before becoming disrupted, Let's talk about the five things only leaders and leadership teams can and must do, especially now in the face of so much opportunity and change, which I'll list now and then briefly touch on. These are number one, establishing and communicating vision. Number two, seeing, seeking, and seizing opportunity. Number three, getting needed buy-in or bringing in needed support. Number four, executing on your strategic initiatives. And number five, challenging, inspiring, and supporting your people and teams to become their best selves, both personally and professionally. So in terms of number one, establishing and communicating vision, it has always been true that to effectively move others forward, a vision is essential. As without one, Even teams and organizations can perish. And to be a leader, by definition, we need to be leading others somewhere to a destination. And so we must ask ourselves, where is that destination we're leading others towards? And is it attractive and meaningful to them? And what does getting there mean for you, your team, and everyone else you're looking to serve? To better establish a more attractive and compelling future state, many of us may need to more fully think about or acknowledge what's really wrong in our communities and our world and the problems we face, and then reimagine a better future that we want to be part of bringing forth. And in addition, to clearly define what it is we're doing in terms of work, and where it is we're going in terms of growth and technology. And if we aren't able to communicate this to 
and connect this all with others and do so in a way that moves them willingly towards it, are we really leading? No one other than the leader or the leadership team can set an organization's vision without running the risk of confusion, misalignment, mutiny, malaise, or missed opportunity. Which takes us to can and must do number two, seeing, seeking, and seizing opportunity. As I mentioned back in episode 95, success is never a straight line. And even when we have success, it will not last forever without appropriate pivots. In terms of seeing, seeking, and seizing opportunity, we obviously need to make the time and develop the skill set to see and the mindset to seek. But we also then need to develop the courage and the wherewithal to act in order to appropriately disrupt ourselves and do so at the right and the best times in order to sustain our growth and avoid decline. The fact is, only leaders can make the call to borrow from today in order to ensure a more viable tomorrow. And whether we're talking big bets on the future or more incremental ones, only leaders have the standing to move us from the as is to the as could be or to the as needs to be, especially when the going is good, which it is for so many. And which, as I'll talk more about, is precisely what holds so many of us back from new opportunities and from innovation. So now number three, getting needed buy-in or bringing in needed support. As leaders, we must recognize that what got us to where we are today will almost assuredly not get us to where we need to be. We'll need to change and evolve personally, professionally, and organizationally to do so. And as I'll share in our next episode, there's a process to leading change that we need to design for and allow to play out. But when the time comes, we need to call the question and ask, are you in? Not, are you willing to go along or able to comply? Not, are you in, in terms of different parts and pieces, but in terms of our mission, vision, and values, are you in overall, even and especially with the ambiguity of all the details we have yet to figure out? If we don't get the needed buy-in by all those on our senior leadership and management teams, we need to bring in the needed support if we want to be able to seize on the opportunities before us. This may or may not mean cutting bait with any particular individuals, but it will mean using new bait to attract the support necessary to move us forward, whether that's found within or outside the as-is organization. Again, doing what is necessary to get the right people on the bus and in the right seats, as Jim Collins taught us long ago, is something only leaders can and must do. And if we don't, we're deluding ourselves about our true interest and ability to innovate and change. So now number four, executing on your strategic initiatives. As I shared back in episode 94, there are many reasons strategic plans and strategic planning initiatives languish and fail. The fact is, the only times they don't is when effective leaders own the execution. Part of the reason for this is that most organizations are built and rewarded for efficiency, not for innovation. 
which in most instances are opposing forces, and why larger and more successful organizations are more likely to decline or to implode before they decide to disrupt themselves. Our strategic pursuits must be appropriately structured, staffed, and resourced, yes, but if the actual execution of the initiatives is not prioritized, encouraged, and incentivized by leaders, they will languish and fail at the altar of optimizing the as-is. And allowing that to happen, especially today, will only add to and accelerate our troubles down the line. And so now number five on the list of the five things only leaders can and must do. Challenging, inspiring, and supporting our people and teams to become their best selves, both personally and professionally. There's a ton to unpack here, and there's no doubt that people-first design is better than client-first design, which I'll be sharing more about soon. But for the purposes of this episode, if your key leaders don't appreciate or haven't learned how to authentically and effectively engage with, challenge, inspire, and support their teams and employees, to become their best selves personally and professionally, you're already operating in a deficit. And without effective intervention, it's going to be tough to turn things around and take advantage of all this new era has to offer. So as we close, our future is dynamic, digital, and people first, and in many ways is already here. Doing the same things we've always done or doing the same things we've always done just a little bit better is management, not leadership. There's certainly value in becoming incrementally better, but that's not what most of us need right now. Not if our reliance on outdated models and misunderstood and sometimes misaligned metrics is what's leading us astray. That's the as-was. Leadership in its purest form is about responsibility. If we are to effectively serve a more complex world that needs us, prosperously steward our organizations into the future, and truly connect with and advance those in our care, we need to propose a truly better future. Seize the opportunities to make a real difference in our world and to stand out in the workplace, marketplace, and recruiting space. Build a fully opted-in, aligned, and excited team execute on the as-needs-to-be, and shepherd all those in our care to be and to perform at their best, especially in the face of so much real-world change and right-now opportunity before us. So until our next episode, please reach out to me with any comments or questions, and please take care and stay safe. Well, that's a wrap. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to and rate this podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to the show from. There are links on my website and in the show notes to do so. And please also share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. It really helps to continue to get us established, and I truly appreciate that. And it also helps to get the word out to others so that together we can collectively grow and positively impact the lives of others both inside and beyond our organizations. 
Thanks for joining us on today's episode of AEC Leadership Today. If you want to stay relevant and effective and take your growth and prosperity to new levels, it's time to take action. To learn more about how Pete can help take you and your firm to the next level, visit www.actionsprove.com. That's www.actionsprove.com. See you next time on the AEC Leadership Today podcast.